let's talk about sports. The Sterling Bell has rung. Time to talk about the injury report. Time to talk about Kenny Moore and what he said to the media today, which is, I think, very important. Time to talk about time to throw and how important it is as a bellwether for success at the quarterback position and an eliminator of sacks. You have got to get rid of the ball quickly. We're going to talk a little bit about tonight's game between the Bears and the Commanders, which ought to be a lot of fun for Colts fans to watch because you've got Carson Wentz facing Matt Eberflus. You can't lose in this game. You're going to have a great time watching somebody screw stuff up. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. We'll talk about the Pacers, what they looked like last night, and how maybe what we saw last night is a, uh, you know, uh, maybe it's a window into what the regular season is going to be. The Pacers need to get off to a hot start because they are playing against not the best competition the first three games, and all three of those games are at home starting six nights from tonight. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, October 13th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent Deposit initially, 100 bucks or more. You get 25 bucks in free casino chips to play with, as you will. You can play blackjack, craps, you can play slots, all of that stuff. Deposit initially up to 1000 bucks, and BUSR will match it in the sports book with free play. You can't beat that, can you? And tomorrow, here's what you can't beat, too. For subscribers, so subscribe. You can subscribe. You just hit the button. That's all you got to do. And for those who like the videos throughout the week, you can win the piece of sports memorabilia that is encased in the golden prize egg. We will draw for a winner tomorrow after tomorrow afternoons inside Indiana Sports Now. What do you call this? Broadcast? Webcast? Whatever you call it, that's what we're doing. All right. So subscribe, like, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to donate... And ask a question. I will answer the question in real time. It's what we do. It's a service we provide happily. And we're going to talk a little bit at the end about something else. And uh, I hope you'll indulge me as I do that. The injury report. All right, here we go. More people limited today. More people full go today. All right. Uh, Shaq Leonard and Quiddy Pay did not practice today. I think Quiddy Pay is going to be a week-to-week thing. Shaq Leonard, he's got the concussion. He's got the nose. He's got the back. Oh, oh, we don't want him saying those things. And, and so it's going to be a little while maybe before he plays. The broken noses can be funky. If you really break your nose, it takes it. you got to set it. Then you pack it. You let it heal a little bit before you put it under a helmet to get knocked around for a while, even in a cage, man. You know what? It can hurt. And it can bleed. Uh, Full go today. Blackman. Nice. Julian Blackman back full go. Stephon Gilmore. He rested yesterday, so he expected that. Quentin Nelson. He's got a thing, but it's not serious. He was full go yesterday, too. Tyquan Lewis had the concussion. He's back at it today. That's good. Yannick Ngakwe. Full go. Limited. Uh, Naheem Hines. Ryan Kelly. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, limited. That's a step in the right direction for the running game of the Indianapolis Colts. Tony Brown, the special teams ace. Eric Johnson, limited. 
So, those guys are trending toward playing Trucking Across America Live. Thank you so much. It's called the best damn sports show ever. That's right. That's what we do. Uh, Kenny Moore says that the defense is starting to gel. That the game plan was a little bit different. You know, the, the playbook with Gus Bradley, a little bit different from Matt Eberflus's. And Kenny Roll's role, or Kenny Moore's role in specific, different. He's getting it. That defense is getting it. They've not given up a, a touchdown in the fourth quarter all season. They have not given up a touchdown in their last six quarters. They are coming together. What do they need to do? to quell the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, which was all but inert as they played the Houston Texans last week, and it got beat 14-6. to What do they need to do? you got to rattle his cage, man. That's exactly what they did not do first time around. And we talked about it that week. Said you have got to get, you got to get Trevor Lawrence thinking. You have got to get him reacting to what you do. You cannot allow him to become comfortable. What did the Colts do? They allowed him to become comfortable enough to complete 25 of 30 passes and post his highest passer rating in his career. You can't do that again. First game in his entire career, which has been just over a season. It was 17 games last year as a rookie. This year, five games. The first game he went unsacked was week two this year, Colts-Jaguars. You have got to get to Trevor Lawrence. If that means you have to blitz, blitz. Do something different. Make him think. Make him hurt. That's how you beat a quarterback, especially a young quarterback. He must not be allowed free passage. He cannot get comfy. It's exactly what he was first time out. All right. Um, Did you know this? When Lawrence completes more than 60% of his passes this year, the Jags are 2-0. When he doesn't, they're 0-3. When Lawrence throws one or more interceptions, the Jags are 0-3. When he's clean, the Jags, 2-0. Unsacked? You know what? They win when Trevor Lawrence is unsacked. When they do sack him... They've won once. They're one and two when he uh, does get sacked. Two and zero oh. when he uh, when he no two and one when he doesn't get sacked. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Zero oh and two uh, when sacked. I believe it's one or the other. Uh, how important is time to throw? Time to throw is really important. I had a comment today. Sometimes the commenters spur me to go look stuff up, and and what I've said is that time to throw is really important as quarterback play is assessed. If you got a good quarterback, it's likely his time to throw is going to be less than if you got a bad quarterback. He, his time's going to be more. I'll give you some for instances. So this was, uh, I had a guy say, it's completely inconsequential. It doesn't make, it's of no use whatsoever. That statistic's ridiculous. Okay, and granted, this is a little bit of a short sample. It's a five-game sample, but here's the deal. Five quarterbacks in the NFL, five starting quarterbacks, uh, take three or more seconds to throw. They are Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, uh, Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson, and Marcus Mariota. Their average passer rating 
is 81.8. The four quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, who have a time to throw of 2.6 or less. By the way, they are named Brady, Rodgers, Garoppolo, and Cooper Rush, oddly enough. Their average passer rating is 96. All of them are over 90. Three of the five that take over three seconds to throw, three of those are under 80 in passer rating. They average, the guys who take too long, 0.77 interceptions per game. The others, the guys who get it out quick, average 0.26 interceptions a game. That's about a three-fold decrease in interception likelihood. Sacks, the guys who get it out quick, 1.68 sacks per game. Those who get it out slowly, 2.59 sacks per game, almost a full sack per game more. And we broke it down by game because not all these guys have played five games. Cooper Rush has started four games, right? He came in in the opener for Dak Prescott when he got hurt. Uh, Zach Wilson has started and played only two games. So he had to break it down by games where it made sense, all right? So the sample size is small, but you can see easily that time to throw is a really important statistic when evaluating quarterback play. And where is Matt Ryan on that continuum? 2.8. That's where he's at. He's neither fast nor is he really slow. He's right in the middle. Go figure, the Colts are 2-2-1. By the way, the guys who get it out quick, their overall record starting games, 13-5. The other guy's not too shabby either. They're 13-9. Like I said, Kenny Moore says the defense is starting to gel, which is great news. Colts, they got to play good defense. They're going to win with their defense until that offense gets rolling. If Jonathan Taylor is able to play and that Colts offensive line can create some holes, we talked about it this morning. Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce playing in this game where they were both on the shelf in week two against the Jaguars in Jacksonville. That allowed Jacksonville to sell out to stop Taylor, right? Nine rushes. Jonathan Taylor had nine rushes, 54 yards if memory serves. If you've got wide receivers that need to be respected, that spreads the defense a little bit and causes a defense probably to go nickel, right? Where they got six in the box. Maybe they bring a seventh box safety into the box. You You can block six or seven. You can't block eight and nine. And if you don't generate respect with your passing game, it's going to be really hard to run the football. Um, Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers, shall we? Pacers last night, a lot of fun to watch Pacers last night. I enjoyed it. Benedict Matherin, I enjoyed. He can put the ball in the bucket. He has crazy smart hands. His going to the bucket, he knows where to put the ball and how to put it there in order for it to go in. Andrew Nebhard was really, really good last night, knocking down a couple of threes. So was Goga Batadza. They move the ball quickly up the court and get off shots quickly. And then on the other end, I thought Matherin really played well on the defensive end, played with a lot of energy, sometimes out of position, but really energetic in his play. Now, the negative, he gets whiny. You can't have the whiny, not as a rookie. You've got to earn your stripes with the referees in order to be able to assert your case 
without them getting a little bit chippy and calling more fouls, which is what happened last night and why Matherin fouled out. Can't have it. You can't. What? I what? I did. And then you look at the screen. What? No. Oh. Ugh. You can't do that. You're 20 years old. Nobody respects you yet. You can't demand respect from officials. In fact, you can't demand respect from anybody. Respect is earned. Respect is given. Respect is not taken. Don't try to take respect. Taking respect is a, uh, that puts you on a one-way street to Palookaville. It turns the refs against you, and Matherin doesn't want that. So Eric Gordon and the Rockets coming to town tomorrow night. Eric Gordon at the age of 33, turns 34 on Christmas Day. Um, nice to see Eric Gordon come back to Indy, where he played his high school basketball at North Central, played college basketball for a year at Indiana. Great kid. Uh, boy, what a high school scorer that dude was. And to see him back at Cambridge Fieldhouse is really, really nice. We're looking forward to that. The first three games for the Pacers at home, they're against Washington, the Spurs, and Detroit. <laughs> not good, not good, not good. Although, Cade Cunningham, good for the Pistons. Uh, Washington, not a great team. Spurs, not a great team. Zach Lowe, who I, I just don't much care for. He comes off as very arrogant to me, and I, I don't care for that. Uh, he grades the Pacers as 29th out of 30 in the NBA in watchability. Last night, they were pretty watchable. I enjoyed watching them. I got no problem. Plus, the Pacers now have line-free concessions. You want, It's like going into a 7-Eleven, grabbing whatever you want, you walk out the door, and your credit card, which you insert as you walk in, is automatically debited the correct amount. This is its a game-changer for me. Uh, Zion Williamson, day-to-day, -day, of course he is. I want to talk for a minute about the Pike deal, Pike Volleyball. So new pal comes to Pike, and uh, or, or they, they play each other. And there are fans who are making racial uh, remarks, reportedly making racial remarks about the Pike Volleyball team. Th this has got to stop. It's just got to stop. Number one, you got to stop listening to it. Don't give people the power of putting stuff in your ears that will nest in your brain. I know that's, it's harder to do than it is to say. I get it. And I haven't been through it, so I don't know what that's like to hear it again and again and again and again. And a parent said this in the first, second, third time or fourth time it's happened. This has got to stop. we got to start treating each other like human beings and not like members of a tribe, another tribe, our tribe, whatever it is. We can't be tribal. I know we're raised to be tribal. I know genetically maybe we're programmed to be tribal in a behavioral sense. It's got to stop. We're all a part of the same species. That needs to be our tribe. And if we're uncomfortable with that, it, it, we better figure out how to get comfortable with it because that's where we got to go. We've got to be empathetic toward all, not toward those who look like us or believe like us or, or pray like us can't have that. We cannot be tribal and, and participate in a reasonably efficient and effective and humane society. You can't. So don't do it. People are people. Treat them like people. I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. So, so please don't exhibit it. 
I'm always stunned when I read those stories. Like, how, what? What are people did that? Have to stop it. And and sometimes it's apocryphal, you know, and and it winds up not being true. Um, But sometimes it is true. And it's true enough that it should bother everyone and everyone equally, no matter what our race, creed, you know, tribe. It's about all of us. And and we we can't tolerate stupidity anymore. Daniel Snyder heads the list of idiots, right? The NFL's got to grow a sack and get this guy to hell out. They they gotta they need to expunge the NFL of that buffoon's uh, efforts. And you, if you read about it on ESPN.com, good for you. And you know what? If you've got a hero, don't make it J. Edgar Hoover. I think that that's like Daniel Snyder's behavior kind of waves a, a J. Edgar Hoover flag. It says, I'm for him. Don't be like J. Edgar. All right. Um, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Ken. It's going to be a Friday. What do we do on Friday? We celebrate like hell because it is a day that ends in Y. That's what we do.